WrestleMania has come and gone. 80,000 people have gone into MetLife Stadium and left MetLife Stadium and the New Jersey, New York area. And let's tell you our opinions all about it here on Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you, everybody, from the bottom of our hearts for listening to this. And if you saw us at, a P- at PWS or you saw us in the parking lot at WrestleMania... Thank you for coming up and saying hi. You can find this episode and all the past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and also MarkingOut.com. Make sure you rate and subscribe. And while you are over at MarkingOut.com, make sure you get yourself a t-shirt to support your favorite and my favorite wrestling podcast. There's other certain ways that you can contribute or – excuse me. As you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out Videos, discussions, all that good stuff. Also on Twitter, at out where we live tweet during things and just tweet in general. In addition to that, if you want to email us questions, comments, concerns, musical interludes, you can email us at out one at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I am also sitting here with hashtag no Twitter Dave. Dave, good morning. Fuck this hashtag no Twitter Dave. It's Dave the Rave. You got to put more oomph into it all. What's going on, listeners? Wake up. Nah, I'm, I'm so exhausted right now, but we're doing a podcast and I'm trying to keep my energy levels through the roof. Did you have your coffee this morning? I'm sitting here. <laughs> dude, you don't even know how big my cup of coffee is this morning. And I have one of those espresso machines like with the pods that you put in it and I ran out of that. I could have oh, really gone for a red eye this morning. It's been a it's been a brutal brutal week. Um, you also heard his cackling laugh. We are also sitting here with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at bttg161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. All right, that is wonderful to hear. I'm just gonna tweak the audio a little bit. There we go. Uh, I want to thank you for saying that was wonderful to hear. Yeah, no, it was. No, no problem. And uh, let's start off the show with the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Let's listen. Oh, I thought you were going to say it like Vince. Nah, I, I did that last week. And if you listen to the beginning of the show, you heard me have cut off WrestleMania 3. Because that was yeah. the best one I could find for free on Daily Motion. I like Daily Motion a lot because you can find so much shit. And there's like three like subscribers on there that upload like. Everything like NXT, Ring of I, Honor. All I that still stuff. have to. I still have to find the NXT from this week. Apparently, uh, Regal and Cassius Ono put on one hell of a match. Yeah, I heard. I heard a, a bunch about that. So yeah, if, if you if you've seen it, or if any fan listening knows a link for it, just send it, tweet it on over to us. 
Please. Well, I like I like daily motion because I like to move every single day. Yep, he likes to move it, move it. All right, let's, so let's go on. Prediction-wise, um, Brandon, I for the, uh, well, last year me and Dave tied. This year, Brandon takes the cake for WrestleMania predictions, winning 6-5-5. to, five to five. And we'll start off with the YouTube pre-show. Um, I have to say, you guys, since you guys were in the parking lot, I kind of got a different side of this. Where you know we can kind of argue back and forth, which which I think is going to be good. Um, the YouTube pre-show really gave it like a big, like a big, like almost like Super Bowl like feel to it, especially with the you know the uh, commentary with Dusty Rhodes and Kofi Kingston and Scott. I thought I thought that was phenomenal. I thought that was had, really good. It was like a football yeah type of thing, like a pre-show. Super Bowl. Yeah, Man, I really I, enjoyed I thought it was, that. I thought it was very smart uh, to do that. Apparently, they're going to be keeping that up too. Well, for every. Uh, Pay-per-view? Yeah, I think for every every uh, pay per view, they're going to have a pre show and a post show. Really? Okay, that's good. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. I, I didn't get to see a post show, but we we sat through the pre show, and I thought that was really cool to have them sitting down there with the fans, just covering wrestling. Yeah, I thought it was. I, I liked it a lot. But uh, you had one match in the pre show where we all predicted the Miz turned out to be your new. Intercontinental champion beating Wade Barrett. Um, I thought it was it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a good match. You know, it was as expected. I gotta give uh, I gotta shit on Miz a little bit for wearing New York Jets colors in the home <laughs> of the New York Football Giants. <laughs> That's so funny. As soon as he came out, I was like, he's wearing Jets colors. I know, and they mentioned that, like, oh, we're in the home of the Jets. I'm like, no. I'm sitting there with Rachel. I'm like, no, we're not in the home of the Jets. When was the last time the Jets won a Super Bowl? That's right. Bam roasted on you guys. I and think I, a lot of people were wearing green on Sunday, though. Really? I didn't even really notice. Neither did I. And I know the I colors of tires. We've went through this. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it was memorable. Miz gets the win. Miz gets a huge win, and he was marking out. Uh, I have to say, after he won, going completely utterly nuts. Um, but- I, I was disappointed by the match for the fact that we barely got to see it. I mean, where we were sitting, we were sitting right behind pretty much one of those pillars. So a lot of the pay-per-view, it was hit or miss, or you had to watch it on the big yeah. big screen. Why don't yeah, you guys? Yeah. Why don't you guys contact WWE about that and say you're unsatisfied with their tickets? What are they gonna do, that? dude? Gonna... I know somebody. We'll, we'll we'll talk about this off air. Off air, but he, and I'll I'll let you guys know about this. But he complained about his seats because there was one of those giant pillars. He got free tickets to Raw and SmackDown next time it comes to the New York area. Really? Yeah. Well, it's like we're gonna complain about. <laughs> yeah, people complain. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, well, I'll, I'll mention names and kind of how you can contact this person. Um, but yeah, so that was YouTube pre-show. Then uh, you start off with a pretty powerful. Before we talk about that match. Well, no, I wasn't gonna. What match? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you were gonna talk about. Uh, no, I was gonna talk <laughs> about the the videos that they made about the hurricane. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that then. First. I thought it was pretty powerful. I got a tear yeah, in my eye. I, I liked it. The. the... I don't think they mentioned New York as much. No, it was more New Jersey and Chris Christie and his fat face. But yeah, it was it was a nicely done video put together. He was he voiced it over, so I thought mm-hmm. that was decent. Yeah, everyone in New Jersey loves Chris Christie for some reason. I just think he's a fat dick, but that's just me. Like well, like I said, that. But I don't know. I don't like Bloomberg either. I don't even like politics. Well, like I said, the only reason why WrestleMania was in New Jersey was because he put in a bid. A bid. He thought it was Pretzelmania. So. <laughs> Pretzelmania. <laughs> but, you know, the, I think the, the awkward thing about the Open to WrestleMania was the fact that there was no singing of America the Beautiful. Yeah, that was – like the color Bullshit. guard. The color guard was out there. Are they yeah. called the color guard? I don't even know. Well, it was the National Guard. The National Guard. They were out I there. And then 
joke to myself about that one. And then just like the next thing you know, they were back and nobody sang America the Beautiful. I don't – I was that because of time constraints? I have no idea. I, I don't know, know either. Their, but- time, their timing was way off on the pay-per-view. They cut so much and they left out so much. And to leave out the national anthem is just – I feel well, disrespectful. It's America, it's America the Beautiful. Well, isn't – don't they do the national anthem too? No, no, no. They, they do America the Beautiful. Yeah, they do America the Beautiful. No, well, still. It was – I don't know. I but don't there like was – there was no opening pyro, which was weird to me, and there was no backstage segments, which was also weird to me. Yeah, well, I think they were kind of, you know, what you have to have eight hundred goddamn John Cena and Rock promos playing. Yeah, I don't understand. Night. Like every every like a promo followed a promo, which didn't then, make sense to me. And you cut like one of the things that they cut was Jack Swagger's entrance. Yeah, he got the jobber entrance on Raw, but okay, let's let's go what? match by match first before we get into Jack Swagger and all that stuff. So you start the show off, which I was really surprised about because I read online earlier in the day they were going to start off with the tag team match, but they start off with the six-man match, which the Shield, as predicted by all of us, wins the match, which is huge for them. You know, it's, it, I, I really enjoyed that match, which is very surprising <laughs> because I always shit on Randy Orton. And I thought this match was going to bore me a little bit, but it, it honestly it didn't bore me at all. And for the second year in a row, Randy Orton had a great match at WrestleMania. I yeah, think. going back to, to last year with Kane. <laughs> to me, the person that really stood out in the match was Seth Rollins. I thought he perfor- he did a great job during the entire match. From he took like a spill to the outside. Yeah, and that, like, took and, a dive. And yeah, didn't he do it. a suicide dive to the outside as well? Yeah, right. yeah. That's, that's what I mean, where he took the suicide dive to the outside and just ate the entire barricade. See, you know what's going to be the good thing? I mean, I, I'm getting super ahead of myself here, but once they split up the shields, like, all three of these guys are going to go on to do amazing things. Yeah, we you're can, getting we way can ahead all, I mean, we, we, we can only hope that they can, but uh, I thought it was great to have Ambrose picked up, pick up the victory. Yeah, and- with, the, I guess you could say, the, uh, I guess, conflict of interests... With Randy Orton and the Big Show, with Big Show just kind of just sitting there and letting Randy Orton get the win. I mean, re- letting the Shield get the win because he wasn't and, tagged in. And see, that's like a lot of people forgot that Big Show was still a bad guy. Yeah. It was just on there for the common bond of we hate the Shield. And as soon as the match is over, boom, knockout. Boom, knockout. And people forget that. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I like that. Way to keep the shield strong. Um, you know, going back to Montreal Broski's question like two weeks ago, this is, you know, they're still the most dominant force right now in professional wrestling. Dominant stable trio. Maybe they should enter King of Trios this year. I'm not too sure, but I don't of know. Of course, like when their theme song hits, everybody flips out and you have no idea what's about to take place. Will they actually attack the person in the ring or are they going to just cut a promo? Yeah. I could, think- you, could you imagine if they actually. Uh- WWE have them in King of Trios? Yeah, right. No, no I wouldn't imagine that. That'd be they, awesome. they have them come out, what, through like the the gymnasium <laughs> doors and yeah, East right. Pennsylvania? Jeez. Okay, uh, next match. What was the next match? Right back, Mark Henry? Sounds good. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, I'm just going to go in order here. Um, yeah, so we have that. Uh, let's. I mean, I'm going to just flip over because I have everything written in order here. Uh, Fandango picking up a huge win. He is now undefeated at WrestleMania, beating Chris Jericho. Like this I match thought, a lot. I thought this match was very hard hitting. I I thought that match was really good. It lived up to my expectations. I like the ending too, where uh, Bryback uh, fucked up, couldn't even get up. Mark Henry just like kind of. You know, we're talking about back. Jericho and Fandango yeah. right now, right? 
No, sorry. I thought you were talking about. Well, I uh, mentioned it and I said I'm just going to go and order Fandango gets a win. Oh, oh, oh Mark, Mark Henry's Ryback was next, by the way. Yeah, it was next. Okay. Oh, but, so then we're skipping it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna flip flop here because now we're all fucked You're up. You're confusing me. I know. It's not hard to confuse you. <laughs> hey, it's very hard. I thought Fandango's entrance was pretty cool. I thought it was great. Well, speaking of entrances, by the way, did you see? Uh, you watched on an HD TV, right? I assume. I de- I paid the seventy dollars and watched it on my HD TV. Yes. Oh, did fuck? you paid seventy five seventy dollars for that? Yep. On the bridge, yeah. on the the Brooklyn Bridge. Did you see any cars on the bridge? No. See, I don't understand why they had that. I don't know. There were like cars all all on the bridge, and and when I watched, actual, I don't think they actually had uh, real cars. I think it was just like on the tarp or whatnot. I think they were the no. They were bodies of cars. Uh, I don't think they were, they actually had the bodies. Okay, let's, let's not talk about bodies of cars in the Brooklyn Bridge. Let's just, talk about I goddamn wrestling. It, it, I just thought it was What's weird for them to did? have that because. The event. Are you serious right now? I just thought it was weird for them to have that because you couldn't see it on pay per view. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. But uh, okay, yeah. So Fandango, very la- la- elaborate entrance. Um, not all those women, I don't think, were synced up. So. It, oh my God, Brandon! The women weren't synced up. You know, yeah, How that's many, a big thing. It's WrestleMania. They got to they got to be synced up. They got to be knowing what they're doing. They got to be practicing that shit instead of you looking like awful. You didn't see Brodus Clay's mamas not dancing together. Okay, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, okay, now now let's not confuse Dave here. Right, uh, Mark Henry. Don't be a dick. What? Don't be a dick. Me? <laughs> yeah, it's nine in the morning. No being a dick. <laughs> I think I'm usually saying that to you. <laughs> hey, I have my coffee. I have my coffee too. Um, okay, let's start. Mark Henry gets a surprising win. Well, Brandon predicted this because, you know, it's his brother. Um, Mark Henry gets the win over Ryback. I like this match. I just feel like the crowd was not into this match. I think the crowd – you know what? That's the one thing that, that pissed me off. It's goddamn WrestleMania. Get into the fucking – I know you guys were a long weekend. They probably – you know, as we last year went through what – saw eight wrestling events in the matter of – no, three wrestling – four wrestling events in the matter of three days. You're sucked – you know, you're sucked out of energy. It's WrestleMania. Get pumped up, you know? And the, well, I think the, the crowd – is, it, it, it sounded like it was very loud and everything, but because the acoustics are so much different because it's an open arena, yeah. it's an open stadium as opposed to being enclosed and everything, it's of course it's going to sound a lot uh, less. Uh, yeah, loud. on on pay per view. Did you hear Born Chance? Yes, I did. I okay, that's what I thought, and I didn't. I fucking I hated that because people don't give matches the proper respect they deserve. And oh, I yeah, thought, got the, we got no. the police over here. <laughs> we got the what? The match police. <laughs> Bust out this, uh, the cuts. match police, they come to me in my head. No? Okay. Uh, but I liked the match a lot. I thought it was good. Um, to have Mark Henry, like the end where Dave was saying earlier before having that end where Mark Henry couldn't get him up for the shell shock. And no, Ryback couldn't get Mark Henry up. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Uh, couldn't get him up. I like that ending. I like that finish. But then, you know, giving Ryback that kind of WrestleMania moment by getting him up and getting him in the shell shock. I, I like thought that. that was pretty huge. I marked for that. Yeah, I like – you know what? It, it kept both guys very strong coming out of that match, and I, that, that was very well booked. People looked at me like I was crazy when I was cheering for Mark Henry. But you, were, you weren't like, hey, it's my brother. Yeah. No. Speaking of that, it's funny. Uh, on the other night, Fit Finley, I, I said hello to him, and he goes, you look like you could be Seamus' younger brother. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, it's funny. A lot of people tell me Mark Henry and he laughs. And he goes, oh, a little bit different, though. Yeah, just a, just a, just a smidgen. Just different. a little bit different. <laughs> just a, a smidgen different. All right. Uh, Team Hell No, very su- uh, successful Thank in God. beating Dolph Ziggler and, and Biggie Langston. Good. Thank, thank goodness I could not have Biggie Langston at WrestleMania win his first championship with WWE on in, the main roster. In his first match, too. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, the match was good. I mean, I, I don't remember that much of it. So I remember Daniel Bryan doing like a big flying knee to the outside. And I remember this. The, this was like I think the loudest pop of the night was the giant yes chance. Yeah, like that, yeah, that, really? on, on TV, yeah, that was the the loudest chance of the night was those yes chants, and I just got a huge smile on my face. See, like I can't, I really, I cannot wait for the DVD. I think it comes out May 11th or something like that. Oh, that's your birthday, uh, right? No, thanks for not knowing my birthday. It's the 10th. Because you <laughs> also, said because no. Brandon, because Brandon's such a mark. He's like my it's birthday. Yeah, when is it? <laughs> it's the ninth. The ninth. Okay. Oh, Okay, whatever. Go, go, go on. Yeah, but I, I honestly, I really can't wait for the DVD so I could go back and rewatch this and see the the full matches. I could never actually rewatch a uh, DVD that I was at. Yeah, I mean the only I DVD I, that I get tired I, by it. The only DVD that I couldn't watch that I was at was at Chikara when we went for my bachelor party because I knew how drunk I was. Yeah. So I went back like a month ago and I watched it and I was just like, wow, this is a really good event. Yeah. Oh, there's there's the Chris Brown chant. So, uh, uh, yeah, continuing on, we spoke about how his entrance got cut off. Jack Swagger unsuccessful in uh, securing Jack Swagger's America by not defeating Alberto Del Rio and getting the jobber entrance at WrestleMania. He came out I, on a quad, you know. That's so stupid. Why were you going to have him out on a quad with everything? It was a, it was a golf cart, though, wasn't it? No, it looked uh, more like a quad. Yeah, kind of like a quad. More like a quad, but I was not a fan of it. I thought it was completely dumb. You're going to try to hype up Jack Swagger. He's the number one contender and everything, and you give him no entrance? Well, no. it's not like they were – obviously, they had that plan, but they, they cut it for time. Which... Yeah, but I mean if you're going to put him on the quad and everything, so just show it on the pay-per-view. I mean what? Driving down a ramp on a quad is going to take maybe six seconds. Yeah, look at all the time Stone Cold Steve Austin's done it at WrestleMania's. <laughs> yeah, Did you, Chris – Chris, did you see on the quote unquote dirt sheets that the all the times that they gave for each match or no? No, I didn't see any of that. The only thing I read that the tag team match was supposed to start off WrestleMania, which I was like and then I saw Shield, I was like, Ooh. I thought like for for whatever reason all of the the times changed. They gave them each they they split up the last three matches pretty evenly, I think. Yeah, they did. So Yeah, no, I was so I that's was that's the problem. Which oh, by sh- the way, what what were you gonna say, Dave? I was going to say, which they shouldn't have, because the last three matches, I feel like the crowd died on. I feel like you could have, if you cut the Triple H, Brock Lesnar bullshit down, you could have easily had that Tons of Funk match in there. Yeah, I, you know what, I agree with that. And also, too, I said that like eight times already the show. You had fucking, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. You know, all those Rock Cena videos, like the, the same one, they just kind of yeah. recut eight times you didn't it's, have to have that in there no and it's not a good way to hype up a live audience because no. when you do when you play that the live audience dies down you want you, like you want to kind of have that i mean i understand what they did you know kind of building up building up building up oh my god cm punk undertaker oh my god triple h oh my god rock cena but you, you want to kind of have that roller coaster whereas like last year they had you know that tons of funk thing Right before the main event, which kind of like calmed everybody down and then brought them back up. And I feel like there was not any of that. this year. Yeah, I was about to say there's there was no 
moment for the fans to actually take a deep breath and calm down. So I feel like that added on to when you got to the later matches, why some of the crowd was so quiet and kind yeah. of laid back. It was because they didn't have that calm down, that cool down moment where usually you could have had that tons of funk match or a divas match in there. Yeah. They didn't have that this year. Well, let's well, look. I must say that I'm behind Alberto Del Rio's new new theme song now. Really? So, Why? I don't know. Hearing it live was just cool. I don't know. I would have I would have liked if he came out in a car. You know, it's WrestleMania. So yeah, that would've, was his whole gimmick. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't even notice. Does he? He doesn't even use the car anymore, though. No. No. Since he's come become face, he doesn't use the car. Uh, since, no. Since he's hit Santa Claus, he hasn't used the the car. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess he got his license revoked yeah, by right. the by the Santa police. That is, if he has an actual license. Yeah. So Alberto Del Rio defeats Jack Swagger. Solid match, you know. Also, I just want to say that this WrestleMania would have been better off if it was after WrestleMania 20, or in between WrestleMania 19, 20, 21. What do you mean? I, because, well, like they had so many big matches on this card where it's not a WrestleMania that should have taken place in 2013. Because like Triple H and Brock Lesnar took so much out of it. Undertaker and Punk took so much out of it. And John Cena versus The Rock took so much out of it. These are wonderful topics we should talk about yeah. after we talk about the three main events here, Brandon. So if you oh, want if you, if you want to just put if you just, just want to yeah, put no, pin in that put, and put it up on the board, we'll get yeah. back to that after we talk about the three main events. So let's start yeah. off with the first one that they had, Undertaker versus CM Punk. We're all wrong. The streak lives. Undertaker defeats CM Punk in an I thought this was the ma- this was the best match out of the entire night. And I think everybody agrees with that. Do you guys agree with it? Uh, like not I said, really. Like I said, I have to go back and watch everything. Yeah, I got to watch it again. I it, didn't do anything for me. I thought I thought the table spot would have been a lot more impactful if that table broke. Uh, yeah. For the simple fact that the table didn't break, that was so brutal. I can't believe. Yeah, like, I was just like, I, that's what I said. I was sitting there, I was like, ooh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but, there was no. I don't know. Like that match, I couldn't really get behind or anything. It never really did. Anything. Was it me or was it me or did Living Color come off really fast when they started that song and then like they kind of like mellowed I, it? I don't think it was really them. I think that their cue. Was really fast and that kind of fucked. No, them no up. not even the cue music wise. Like yeah, I thought no, it was like, like, like I feel like the cue really fucked them up. So then they had to play catch up a little bit. So I don't know. It, I didn't really care though. Yeah, I thought it was cool seeing them. They're playing uh, next Wednesday at the Paramount. Let's just say Diddy was the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh before. my god, that was ah, so terrible. True. That's not true. Bob Dylan was pretty bad, but let's let's talk about things that you could cut to add in. Well, can we, can we finish the other matches. Yeah. First <laughs> pin. Did, how, how did you like Undertaker's entrance? By the way, I thought it was uh, the TV like uh, coming off on high definition. I thought it was really really cool. I can't like, wait to see that stuff. I just I'm like, curious to who's who's uh, who they use as extras to like as the hands going up and whatnot. It's definitely to, like Ryder Hawkins, yeah, right? Antonio yeah, Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I saw one of them with the U.S. championship. <laughs> But yeah, solid match. Undertaker is now twenty-one now. I liked Undertaker's tights, how it had the tombstone. It said "Rest in peace, PB." Really? Yeah. 
Oh man, that's so cool. See, I think I feel like you. Okay, uh, now I'm gonna put a pin in it and put that on the wall. Okay. Uh, what about CM Punk's trunks? Uh, those were. I think those are the trunks of the night. Those those were Undertaker's. Cup, yeah. Cup, right? the, the the old school purple. Yeah, very very cool. I pointed that out. My whole section was like, "Oh my god, I didn't even notice that." I was like, "Yeah, I have a thing for looking at the tires." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Bret Hart was saying that he thinks Michael McGillicuddy should be the one to break this streak. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. He also he also thought John Cena and CM Punk from Raw was it was a four out of ten. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't don't get me wrong. I love Bret the Hitman Hardy, my favorite wrestler of all times. But I think he's just like I don't. I think he's too opinionated on things. But then again, we have a wrestling podcast where we opinionate you know everything. So why who am I to judge? That's the whole thing. I don't want to shit on Michael McGillicuddy because neither do I. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah. If you if you bring him up and like groom him, why not? That's what the thing is like. That's what I said. If anybody's facing Undertaker, we should believe that we don't know if he will come out victorious. Yeah, like this year we thought that CM Punk was going to come out victorious, and man, were we wrong. Like I don't want to know if Undertaker – I don't want to know Undertaker's safe with his streak. Yeah, yeah. So – I like the end of it though. At the end of the match, where it went to the GTS, to, right to like a tombstone. Yeah, I thought no, I thought it was really. I, th- I thought it was a very nice like. And they're like, we've never seen the Undertaker do that before ever. I was like, oh, that was cool. I like, like the end of that match. The you know Undertaker's back's got to be killing him though. Right after that, because the way that he lifted him up, the like that, uh, the way to get them in the reverse tombstone, kind of. Yeah. Like how you flip over them. But we've his seen. Back, yeah, we've seen him do it before, but because of his age and uh, he yeah. hasn't really been yeah. in the ring. Remember WrestleMania twenty three. Yeah, I was going to say, with uh, was it Edge? I don't know. He's done no, it a lot. I feel like I've seen it with Randy Orton. Too. No, Batista. Probably. Oh, Batista. We, we've seen it with so many people, but his lower back has got to be killing him the day after he after that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, next main event, Triple H gets to continue his career by beating Brock Lesnar. Did it feel like this, this went like super dead in the entire crowd? Dave and I walked around during this match. Really? Yeah, we – the we went to the WrestleMania guy. store to see that they were sold out of the new CM Punk shirt. I, that's a, I, I mean, I like the shirt. Got to give props to Jill Thompson for creating that. Um, but I don't know. It, it's one of those like old school style shirts where it's like the guy's upper half on a shirt that just makes it weird. But that's just why. Me. What do you mean, like? You know how like all the old school wrestling shirts used to always just have the guys just like upper torso on a T-shirt and you just oh, like yeah. say their name. Like the, 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 the background, the concept is very cool. Um, by the way, did Juan text you to ask you to get him a shirt? Yeah, they sold out. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I mean, the, the match just the, the crowd just seemed really dead on it. I mean, I liked the, the I could say I liked the violence in the match. Uh, I think it, the match it, itself it went on too the, long. I think the match itself with the violence, quote unquote violence, was good. Yeah, it was good for what it was. Did they show Shawn Michaels' entrance on pay per view? Yep, that could have been cut. Yeah, I agree. No need. Um, to. I have to All say, the, it sucks. It sucks for Triple H. He's got second degree burns now. Oh my god! The, the, the first thing I said, I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I have to make a semen joke and tweet it out right now, dude. Like that's what happens when you follow uh, Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit gets all over. <laughs> it's like, Sean, what the hell, man? I have to make my WrestleMania entrance now. So- <laughs> well, Hunter, I have to do this. My bad. I'm I sorry. Like I love you. <laughs> I'm a brother. I'm a brother. I'm a brother. <laughs> all right. All right. Go. We'll see. We'll see what's next for Brock Lesnar, and we'll see what's next for Triple H, because both their careers are going to continue, and 
Brock Lesnar signed a two-year contract with WWE. Did he? I really? Yeah, a couple weeks, uh, like a month or so back. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah. I was really happy that Paul Heyman had like two separate WrestleMania entrances. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, then your main event of the evening. We have a new WWE champion. John Cena gets his redemption and beats The Rock. No fancy intros. Both of them just coming straight out. That's another thing. I didn't understand. Dude, for the past, I think, eight WrestleManias, John Cena had a great entrance, and this year he just showed up. Yeah, this really, it really let down. I think eight out of, I think John Cena's been at 11 WrestleManias since debuting with, like, WrestleMania 19, where he didn't wrestle. He just came out and did, like, a rap battle. But eight of them had, like, those kick-ass entrances. And every single year I look forward to a kick-ass John Cena entrance. And this year he just comes out and I was like, wait, no? Wait, wait, are you serious? There's no John Cena? I was like – and then I just started piling it. I was like, they didn't do America the Beautiful. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. I was like, John Cena didn't have his WrestleMania entrance. How could they do that to me? Yeah. Um, It it was – you know, I mean the match itself was good. There was a lot of false finishes, no? Yeah, there yes. was a lot of you know a lot of rock bottoms, a lot of attitude adjustments. It was I an know, exciting match. It was. Yeah, I, I think this was my favorite match off of the entire card. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna choose this one as my favorite. I mean, I like I like this one, but I just like the Undertaker Punk match just because you know Undertaker and Punk are two two that are in my top five. But this match was really good. John Cena gets the win, and afterwards having a WrestleMania moment by hugging The Rock and holding each other's hands up and being all warm and fuzzy. It's funny. Everybody they they boo John Cena heavily. They cheer The Rock, but boo him. And then that moment happened, and they're booing John Cena. The Rock walks up the ramp, and they just boo The Rock as well. So yeah. Okay. So now that we have talked about all these matches, let's get those pins off the board now, gentlemen. Um, Brandon, you were saying something about how this was awkwardly placed, uh, awkwardly pl- placed WrestleMania? Uh, well, I don't think it was awkwardly placed. I just think they had too many high-profile matches that shouldn't have taken place. That, I mean, could you agree with that? I, I could definitely agree with it, especially I don't think – I think that booking-wise, the thing that they did wrong was they booked three of the top matches as the last three matches. Yeah. I think that they should have separated them with the match in between those because you're going into each match with like such – like high excitement level of excitement and everything you mm-hmm. need something to separate those two or else it's all going to combine together and by the end you're just going to die out yeah I, exactly I, what happened I, I agree with you on that you, you want like a for me as a wrestling fan you want kind of that roller coaster where like you could you, you know the, starting off with the shield was great because then you start off with a high point everybody loves the shield you know then a couple of matches later you should have brought Brock Lesnar and Triple H in you know once 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 the sunset and you knew you could get those entrances out of the way use Triple H then put you know put another match in CM Punk and Undertaker should have been after Triple H and Brock Lesnar that's just I, my I personal just, opinion I just don't think that I, I don't understand how if, for the people that book this they've probably been booking for such a long time and they can't figure this shit out it seemed like a scramble but I mean what's done is done yep I do have to say I believe this is the only Wrestlemania this this might not have been true but this might be the only Wrestlemania where it rained it rained over there Yes. yes, it drizzled and whatnot, so that kind of put a it damper in a lot. It drizzled. Are you serious? It started pouring at one point. I don't know. Also, it started to pour during Miz and Barrett. I jotted down. Thank you for mentioning the Miz. The Miz is still undefeated. Now he's four zero at WrestleMania. I think with the asterisk though, because he lost on a pre-show. I don't know if that counts. Oh, uh, and just and also so, and, and Fandango uh, undefeated now. Yeah. WrestleMania thirty, Fandango versus Undertaker. But I have a feeling that's why they had the Miz go over Barrett. 
Yeah, that's exactly. I kind of feel like they're building the Miz up to be the next. Really? I you never know. Really? About about the next, but I think that they want someone to have another streak. And if the guy's already he was three and zero, now he's four and zero. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, also Kane has a streak going. He's been at the past, I think, seventeen WrestleManias. Okay. So just proves the the longevity of his his career. Um, On a scale of one to ten, gentlemen, what will we give this WrestleMania? Uh, I would honestly, I would say six. I said seven. Yeah, I'd say seven. Six or seven, either or. You know, just if you guys five, you're gonna say it's WrestleMania. So I had fun regardless being there. Like one. Like I, oh, that's true. <laughs> like I couldn't see half of the ring, but it was still WrestleMania. I was still happy to be there. It's still something that's cool that not many people can say that they've even been to one. So yeah, no, and I had more fun at other events during that entire weekend. Yeah, so. but then, you know, but all, yeah, that's right. You know, if, Saturday if had, night was awesome. If I had to rank my WrestleManias that I've been to, I would definitely put them in order with twenty, twenty-eight, and twenty-nine. But it was still a fun experience to you know be what? there. And I feel like, Dave, I feel like if you watched it from home like I did, I think maybe that would have, you know, maybe changed your opinion on it. Because I yeah, enjoyed it. I, you know, I enjoyed it. I was a lot of people, you know, a lot of people was like, oh, it was, it was a four-hour Raw. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It definitely was not a four-hour Raw. Yeah, four compared, hour to the last, compared to the last Monday Night Raw, it was a lot worse than that. No, come on, though. It wasn't. You had a lot of great matches on WrestleMania. They just were executed wrong. Okay. Yeah, which dampers a lot of it, though. But it, a- like Chris was saying, if you were at home or at his house watching it with him, it would have been different. You well, I mean, have- I'm still, my, I still would have that 6.57 rating. You, I mean, I'm not going to go— you don't- you don't know that though. Chris even said that he had it, gave it a seven rating. Yeah, but I gave the thing it a, is, the thing you is, you watched it at home. The thing is, you wouldn't have rec- re- or recognized. You wouldn't have realized that there was no America the Beautiful. I think until somebody pointed it out, you wouldn't have realized a bunch of things that you've seen live. That match wise, I would still maintain my seven. Yeah, I, no, I don't, yeah, but dude, I mean, you can't even. Chris gave it a seven, and he watched it from home. Yeah, but that's not your opinion. Why are you latching onto his opinion? I don't know what she's saying. Okay. So, regardless, that's two. You know, <laughs> a, 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 a good WrestleMania. So, we'll see how they try to one up themselves next year at WrestleMania 30 in Honestly, the Mercedes Benz Superdome. New Orleans is going to be one hell of a party. And if it's not, it really should be. There yeah. better be some titties. That's all I'm saying. There better be titties. But a. Uh, yeah, Biggie you know, Langston's main event, you hear? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there is a lot more that goes into a WrestleMania weekend. And Brandon was actually a part of that because he was at the WWE Hall of Fame on Saturday. Brandon, how was that? Uh, it was cool. I think the fans were kind of disrespectful because it's not their night, it's the wrestlers themselves' night. So. But it was overall, it was a great experience to be. I don't need to go to another one. But that's the thing. I, I do. I hate the fact that they open this up to the public. I don't think the Hall of Fame should be open to the public. I think it should be a private affair. It's all and about the money. You, exactly. If you open up to the public, you have to expect people to boo, people to be disrespectful, and people to be assholes. But so, I, I do have to say that I, I might have said it even before, but since WrestleMania. 20, 2004, when they brought back the Hall of Fame, I said I need to see McFoley get inducted if it's within like a distance I can go to. So I'm just happy that I could see McFoley get inducted to the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't see myself enjoying sitting around listening to people talk. One hundred percent, you would have been so bored. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I can't see myself liking that. We did better things Saturday night. How was that? How was what? Your show it was really good. It was awesome. I mean, we were a little like skeptical because the the main band dropped off, so we're like, I don't know oh, really? how we're how we're gonna do that. Yeah, I don't know. They dropped off for circumstances unforeseen to anybody, but we had there was like fifty, sixty people in there. Yeah, Chris made invented. Yeah, we made invented. It was awesome, and I got we got we got yes chance going. You, you got you were the Bruno San Martino. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, that we was... got we got a yes chant going. We got everybody to say you know it because at the end maybe I'll put maybe I'll put the end of the show at the end of our show this week. It was pretty funny. I really uh, liked I really liked that clip of you're like just want to say. 20, 20 and 1. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because everybody has it. So, you know, obviously, we have one of our songs that we have is called Snapmare. I don't know why we named that. We just named it that one day. And I'm like, yeah. you're all Marks. What? Because you're all Marks. Besides Brian. But, um, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. You know, Anthony's like, oh, yeah, give it a hell yeah. And I'm like, yeah, speaking of wrestling, this next song is called Snapmare. And speaking of wrestling again, who's excited for WrestleMania? Everyone starts going nuts. I, got, I, got, I, I worked the crowd that night. I worked the crowd. No, it was awesome. No railroad Rudy chance though. No, maybe next show, um, which it'll be soon. Hopefully, I'm hoping. Um, yeah, and I'm like, all I gotta say is 20, 20, uh, 20 and one. Everybody starts going off, and then the lead singer of this band, Phosphate, is like, twenty and one, twenty and one to no, twenty one to no. And I just looked and went, Mark, and then went right into the song. <laughs> it was great. It was great. And everybody that's listening to this that came out, thank you. Honestly, it was it's so awesome. We had such a kick-ass time got to give a big shout out to beyond visible and also to phosphate for rocking out with us too just to switch uh, what yeah well i was gonna i was gonna switch too i'm done all right just to switch it back over with the hall of fame i really did like bruno sammartino's speech i thought that was pretty awesome just hearing about it and everything about his experience uh bob it was so it was so weird seeing him and vince hug yeah just to know the backstory I don't really know the backstory all that much, but well, just I mean, like well, we've known Bruno San Martino for years. Have refused anything to do with WWE. Yeah, so about the entire way that Vince McMahon is portraying everything. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then I'm, I'm not a fan of Bob Backlund. The way that he was react, the way that he was acting, he was nuts. He's very. He was playing loopy. the uh, psychopath gimmick, right? Yeah, he's very out there and loopy. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I heard he was like that in real life. Yeah, I think he's he really is like that in real life. He's just God, a little bit. God bless him. God bless him. Why not? Yeah. Hey, whatever floats your boat, buddy. Yeah. I think nobody will ever top Mick Foley's induction speech or, no, or acceptance Jericho? speech or whatever. What? Yeah, with Jericho and Punk. Did everybody that was amazing just for that? Yeah, dude, you hear it on the on the on the footage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Booker T did the spin Rooney. That was cool. Uh, I guess congratulations to Trish Stratus for being yeah. pregnant. Trish Stratus is going to be delivering a little Stratisfaction sometime soon. It was so funny throughout the speech, like th- the end of her speech, everyone was booing as soon as she mentioned her husband. She was like, high school sweetheart, boo. I love him so much, boo. And then uh, she goes, and in September I'll be delivering Stratisfaction. Everyone's like, Ron, 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 Ron. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. I like there was there was a meme that showed like a picture of Trish Stratus that it had Dolph Ziggler like I'm cashing in and then it showed a picture of her pregnant. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, good experience at the Hall of Fame. And then let's yeah, get on to uh, maybe the highlight of the entire wrestling year so far was Mon- you got to put some emphasis into this one, Brandon. <sighs> Monday Night Raw. 
Monday Night Nitro. Oh, yeah, that was good. Is that it, good or no? Yeah. Usually we do. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I loved it too. Goods, bads, and middles are thrown out the door this week because this was a highlight for any wrestling fan. I just want you to know, like, I got off of work late. I, you know, I got home, and then I turned on Raw during the um, the Randy Orton Sheamus match, and the crowd was just going nuts. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, where was all these people last night? And you see tie-dye guy, like, in the third row, like, flexing. That was the funniest thing, dude. He retweeted us, or favorited a tweet of ours. I don't know if it's actually him, though. I have a feeling it is. Okay, well, let's let's start off with the beginning of the show. John Cena comes out, and I guess makes his first speech as WWE champion, and getting down with his bad self, you know, performing heel turn in front of the live crowd, which got everybody to pop huge, which was uh, then interrupted by Mark Henry. Mark Henry challenges, make, sets up a match later that night. John Cena versus Mark Henry. If Mark Henry wins, he is the new number one contender. I'm just confused. Who gave Booker T all this power on Raw? Well, now that he's in the Hall of Fame, he's, you know. Is that what it is? Just if you're a Hall of Famer, yeah, you once you become once you get in the Hall of Fame, I mean, you're untouchable. Yeah, you are totally untouchable. So, yeah, John Cena makes a match uh, with Mark Henry later that night. Uh, you also have Wade Barrett fe- defeating Miz to become the Intercontinental Champion again. Listen, I want to throw this concept at you for you guys. Miz wearing green trunks, wearing, wearing his Jets trunks again. He wins it. Everybody's so behind him. Oh, my God. He's going to win the WWE title, title soon. And then loses it the next night. He's just like the Jets. They win one game. Everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. Then they lose the next one. Everybody, you know, then he's down to the bottom again. Bam roasted. Bam roasted. I, yeah, I, thought, this was, I thought this was a really good match. I really like this spot where they did a um, – what is it? The, uh, Wade Barrett hit a uh, big neck breaker with the Miz on the apron. Yes. I thought that was pretty sick. It was good. I liked it. The fans were behind it. I'm behind Wade Barrett. Being the Intercontinental Champion, uh, and to just I think the only reason why he lost the championship was, as we said, the Miz's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Yeah, televised undefeated streak. Yeah, that's the only there reason. Okay, um, I guess we have to get into this right now. I mean, we're going to spend a lot of time on this. Alberto Del Rio. I guess you could say this was the WrestleMania rematch. Uh, Alberto Del Rio defeats uh, in a handicap match Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter. His ankle or knee looks like it's severely injured by the Patriot Lock afterwards. And somebody – I, I just want to say before you say it, I don't know why you would work the other leg if Del Rio is clearly wearing something on his other leg. And maybe like, they just don't want him to stand at all. I don't know. Zeb Coulter looked really good in that match though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved how he, got, how he had the crowd chanting USA. Even yeah, it was like that was the, the funniest show. thing. They quickly turned on that, didn't they? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, my God, but... But if there's a USA chant, you can just start, like, USA, USA. No, it's not Yeah, you can do that at any point. I, was gonna, I thought it was going to work here. No, uh, no. I thought for sure, after WrestleMania, we were walking around, I was like, give me a hell yeah, and nobody did it. I was like, really? You guys are wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're kind of great. But the bigger story about this... Dolph Ziggler comes out and successfully cashes in Money in the Bank. We have a new World Heavyweight Champion. It's about damn time. Dolph Ziggler. And I thought it was actually a really good match. The, there was one part where Del Rio had Ziggler in the cross arm breaker where it was just like – where it was just like, oh shit! It was is this fucking nuts. Like the whole crowd was just like, he puts him in the armbar. They're like, no, no, no! And then he broke out of it. Everyone just went ape shit. I, I loved how he got out of it too. How he grabbed on, latched on to Del Rio's uh, bad leg. Smart, very, very smart. So you're saying Mark? I was like, what? no, totally smart. And then I liked how right after he won, you just they just pan the crowd and just everybody going completely and utterly ape shit. 
And it was it was definitely WrestleMania moment worthy. Yeah, but they saved it. You know what? Honestly, they may have planned this whole thing out. The crowd's going to be super hot. But I liked it. I I mentioned this to you guys before we did the show. I love the fact that Biggie and Langston sitting there hugging Dolph Ziggler like he's hugging a big teddy bear. He's like, "Mm, Teddy. I just I can't I can't stand him. Yeah, I can't stand it. But hopefully he, now he did say how we, pretty much Raw is all good. The only bad was really his match. So yeah, well that's why we that's why we cut that and we cut that uh, six yeah, match so, as I well. Mean, there were bad parts of Raw. We just decided Wait, to cover no, it. I don't want to say that because three man band versus Zack Ryder, r Truth, and Santino. Santino wasn't so bad. No. Yeah, it was. It was a, a, it was a fun match to watch. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was exactly what you expected it to be. Yeah. No, I no, actually it wasn't. I was actually expecting Three Man Band to pick up the victory. Really? Yeah. Why would I not? I don't know. No, they're, they're the actual three man team. I don't know. Good deal. Yeah, good. yeah, good, 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 good deal. That's a good segue to get out of it. Uh, the Undertaker comes out on Monday Night Raw to maybe uh, make pay his respects to Paul Bearer, but he is unjustly cut off by the Shield. Looks like the I, Shield's going. I thought for sure he was retiring. I lost my shit during this. Yeah, but then Undertaker is saved by the WWE Tag Team Champions Kane and Daniel Bryan. So I'm thinking that this may be the, uh, I guess, the turn in the tag team division. You're going to have the Shield face off against um, Team Hell No. I don't think. Now, who are you going to have of the Shield? Okay, here's here's the concept. Here's the concept that I was telling to you guys, and I've been thinking about this actually for a couple weeks. You got you have these guys. You have maybe. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose face them, win the tag team titles, but then you make Freebird rules, but you don't call them Freebird yeah. rules. You call them like Justice rules or Shield rules, where any of those three guys can make like the tag, it can defend the tag team titles at any time. Yeah, it's, the same thing cool. with, it's the same thing we saw at the Spirit Squad. I'm behind that. Yeah, 100%. and then also too with the the Dude Busters and FCW when Hawkins was a part. Right. You know, the, yeah. Any, the, yeah, I think that that would be cool. I'd be behind that. that I thought that would be a really cool idea. So. I'm, I, Daniel Bryan had to have been marking out on the inside to be in the same ring, standing alongside no, the Brothers of Destruction. Did you see the pictures that they posted, like with the commercial when they all walked out and put the fist yeah, up in the air? Pretty, that's pretty cool. I liked how people were just like, "Oh, this could be a new stable, the Demonic Goats." Oh, the goat is Demonic a sign. Goats. Demonic yeah. Goats, nice. They're like, "Oh, the like the the goat is like the sign of the devil. It's perfect booking." <laughs> like people were like really like getting in depth. Oh, it, it is. That's true, right? Don't they have to sacrifice a goat for the devil? Well, like if, like in the pentagram, like yeah. the goat, the, the 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 goat is the is the star in the pentagram. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm is not. That, isn't that where you turn around and tuck your balls? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did. I did that once, and there was a picture taken of it. Yeah, funny. Yeah, well, you, Kyle. So Kyle if anybody's us. listening and they find that picture, no, I, I, it's it's somewhere in, in my apartment. That's going to be the photo of the week. Yeah. Okay. With with Dave's face over the over my balls. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just like it always is, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the, only, you're the only one laughing. Um, I, I, meant, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, Randy Orton and Big Show's uh, and Randy Orton and Sheamus's match was cut off because the Big Show came out and just fucked shit up. Thank goodness, because I, that match was really pretty. Was really awful for me. Yeah, I don't think it was awful. I think it was because of the fans. That's why you couldn't pay attention during that match. Yeah. I didn't care to pay attention. I mean, Randy flubs his lines before, uh, before that for his promo and shit. I just don't care about that match. And actually, I think Scotty Riggs tweeted it to us. Actually, I think he said it the best. Where he said the entertainers were what flubbed or whatever, and the the professional wrestlers were like they knew what to do. Yeah. So 
Yeah. No, I well, I, lo- I loved all the chants because that was like the ch- – when I turned that on, I'm like, why is there an Olay chant going on right now? There's RVD. Thank you, Big Show. Boring. One more chair I like the best. Yeah. I love I loved when they they came out uh, – when Mark Henry was coming out, they just sang, sang his theme song. Yeah. <laughs> That was that. We are awesomes. Yeah, we are. We are awesomes. Um, it's insane. Like it didn't stop after the arena. After there's videos of them leaving the arena. There's videos on the train, buses. Yeah, and they they actually made a star that night. In one being Fandango, who yeah. had a match against Kofi Kingston. Fandango defeated defeated Kofi Kingston via DQ. Dave, thank you for that segue. That was the best segue we've had so far in this entire Jeez, you show. Can't bring it up. That it was a segue. That I, had it. I had yeah, to. I had to. I get excited with segues. Completely out of the segue, bro. Speaking of segways, Fandango versus... Yeah. Yeah, Defeated Kofi Kingston because Chris Jericho came out and beat the living shit out of him. Which the the crowd the entire time was humming along to Fandango's theme song. And then once Jericho hit the ring, huge pop. I thought that the way that he hit it was very good too. Fandango took such an ass kicking. Uh, There was one part where Jericho throws Fandango to the outside of the ring. Yeah. And he just smacks, like Takamichi Nuku style, (laughs) just smacks the freaking floor. Then he threw him into the steel steps. It's funny when when you say that. Everybody should know what you're talking about. Yeah, they should. Extreme rules. Extreme rules. Ballroom street fight. Chris Jericho versus Fandango. Book it. Yeah, right. I thought it was pretty funny how Jericho knocked off JBL's hat too. Yeah. That was funny. He put it on, but he he didn't make it to his head. But. At first, I was kind of getting kind of annoyed because he, how Jericho latched in the walls of Jericho on Fandango, and then Fandango started to get into his feet a little bit quickly. I was just like, "Are you not going to sell?" Then I forgot that he has the code breaker, so he nailed it with the code breaker. I thought it was a great way to end it. And I've been humming Fandango's music I was all week. Say, are you fucking? No, but I've been humming it all week at work too. Like, I'll be walking around setting stuff up, and I'll just like, <laughs> I downloaded it. It's my ringtone now on my phone. The Fandango Revolution has become. Yeah, but like, I feel like, I feel, you know what? I feel like, like with, wow, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I feel like last year, too, like the night after WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan was like made to like superstar status with the whole yes that, thing. Like, it started WrestleMania. I was, start- was going to bring up. Um, do you remember WrestleMania 27 afterwards? No, right? No. No. I don't remember any other Raws being that hot except for last year and this year. Yeah, like last year, like Daniel Bryan was made. This year, Fandango was, you know, Fandango was made. You know, I guess now that he's yeah, a they, bona fide they call store. It Fandangoing. Yeah, well, so. no, dude, it's been going all over the place. Uh, MLB, uh, what was it? MLB uh, first intentional talk. Like they came back from a commercial break playing Fandango's music. Really? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's and apparently on the UK charts, it's like in the top twenty right now. Yeah. On iTunes, yeah. I think that's amazing. It's on the U.S. charts too, except it's Honestly, like one sixty-five ish, one seventy. If any audience fucks this up for us, I will find you and I will kill you. Don't fuck Ew. this up. Legit. What do you mean for us? Who is us? Me, for me. Don't kill the humming. I won't. Don't worry. I think I'm gonna. I, I'm just gonna start doing it all the time now. It's great. I want to. I want to hear every single crowd hum this theme song because once one crowd doesn't, it's just it's, it's gonna break so, like such a huge theme. I saw reports. Breaking down barriers. Imagine that, like, gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. No, I, I liked um, – somebody Somebody made a meme of it. They, they, it was like, first inductee of the 2014 Hall of Fame, last yeah. night's Raw crowd. I saw, like, like 15 different ones of that. Yeah, I just can't wait for Jim Johnson to get in, inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. And, and that's what I was thinking about, too. I was sitting I – I woke up the other day and I'm just like – this is the things I think about when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, man, what the fuck is going to happen when Jim Johnson is gone? I'm like – 
It, it's going to be like TNA music where it's going to be all generic and sound the same. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah. I, I blame, sure. You can blame Dixie's husband for that, I think, right? I, I don't think, know. I think, I think he does theme songs there. Yeah. Really? It used to be uh, – I like Hernandez's – I can't remember his name. He looks a lot like Kurt Angle these days, by the way. Yeah, he the... got trained by Shawn Michaels. So what does that have anything to do? A little fact, a little fact. All right, well, let's uh, let's continue on here. That WrestleMania match that was cut from last uh, – from WrestleMania, obviously. Wow. Um, <laughs> tons of funk and the Funkadactyls defeated the Rhodes Scholars and the Bella Twins. I love I, that match. Solid, yeah, you know, so four or five-minute match. I was such a big fan of this match. Like apparently Naomi's butt bump is called the rear view. Okay. I, I I I love that part. She's all right. She's starting to win me over with the Huracan on Cody and whatnot. It's always cool to see a female attack a male wrestler. Yeah, Dave's so, all about that female on male action. And, and then I like the Bella Twins on their apron where they did the double butt bump. I yeah. thought that was a cool, cool little spot. I loved uh, ten size rolling sent on to the corner. That was sick. That was awesome. With one like I, I forget it. I'm sorry. The one that, like Steen usually does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he started to use. I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I'm like I've been all over the place this week. My mind they, is. They got it really. I wish that this was on the Mania card because it was better than a lot of the other matches yeah, that were. This, this could have been a match of the night. Like, yeah, legit. All right, all right. A weird thing to say, but yeah. why, Chris? You're not a big fan of the match. I know. I was. I, you know, from what I remembered watching it, because as I said, this week was nuts for me. And of what that of what I watched of that match, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I thought you did. I like don't it. remember things in particular, you know. That's but what, that's I, what WrestleMania was for me, honestly. Yeah, like I mean, there's things out of Raw and there's things about WrestleMania I remember in particular. Like at WrestleMania, I don't remember the tag team match. This, I don't remember that. But um, continue, let's continue on here. Um, Mark John Cena and Mark Henry's main event match goes to a count out win for John Cena. Ryback comes out afterwards after Mark Henry tries to take out John Cena, takes out Mark Henry, and then in the process as well, takes out John Cena. So I look, it looks like we have our next opponent for John Cena, and that's going to well, be a heel Ryback? Why is it not Mark Henry? I mean, Mark Henry did hit the world's uh, strongest slam on Cena, and he was holding the WWE title. Why can't Mark Henry be in there too? Um, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, this could be a great test of strength, you could say, for John Cena. I mean, especially coming back having both these guys in one match. Tri- I mean, what's match? to say? What's to, why does Mark Henry have to have a match to see if he against John Cena, see if he could get a championship match, and Ryback can be thrown right in there at, well, in a championship it, match. It could be a triple threat match. Who knows? I I wouldn't mind it. I think we have uh, more than a month away till the next pay per view. Yeah, when is Extreme Rules? I think it's May sixteenth or something. Really? Do, do you guys May, do you think that this no, is got May? Uh, do do you know, guys think that this is a smart heel turn? It wasn't this, even really a heel turn. This just kind of for me, this made it, um, extreme rules. Is yeah, you're right. Wow. May what is it? May twelfth. May nineteenth. Oh, like, does, this, does it work? The heel turn didn't work because it. It's what happens. When CM Punk tried to be heel and we cheered him. It's what happens when anyone that we like, or it's not even liked because people don't like John Cena. That's why the heel turn is not going to work because people are booing Cena. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like I agree with you. And I also feel like Ryback's one of those characters that he's, he's all about feed me more. He, he wants competition no matter, regardless of if it's a heel or a face. That's three. I yeah. feel like he wants to go, 
after anybody. So I don't. I just don't see anything different with it. I, but I think this kind of, I guess maybe the crowd reaction to me kind of solidified Ryback as that main eventer guy because yeah. once he once he clotheslined him, everybody went nuts for him. So we're that bit. Monday Night Raw, just fantastic. Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta breathe, let it breathe. You know? Let it breathe. All right. So, um, yeah. So that's the sports entertainment for this week. Hopefully, uh, this hangover from WrestleMania continues on to SmackDown and continues on to Raw for this week. So right now, we're going to take a little brief break, and we're going to get you caught up with everything that else that happened WrestleMania weekend here on Mark and Outs. What's up? This is the Shaman of Sexy, FKA John Morrison. Just want to remind everyone that Out of Your Mind Fitness ships April 15th. That's right, April 15th. Finally, it's going to be out there. Go to www.ooymfitness for details. And we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, go check out everything that John Morrison is doing, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking about John Morrison, he was on a bunch of shows this weekend, and one in particular that Dave and Brandon were there both nights pro wrestling syndicate supercard 2013 let's start off with night one i watched it on ipay-per-view i thought the feed was good i mean yeah the feed was good the matches were good well let's talk about it a little bit dave i from what i've heard or comparing from what i've seen because i watched some of the ipay-per-view um or like that they had the video footage so comparing that footage to what i've been hearing about everything else that was going on from ring of honor to even wrestlemania Apparently, this feed was a lot better than the other ones. I mean, the other ones, they're offering uh, refunds and shit like that. No, but here's the thing with with, with uh, Dragon Gate or Evolve or whatever it is. They only offered – like if you're watching it, they it started at 4. They only offered you a refund up to 525. Well, I mean that's understandable. I mean you, they don't want you to watch the entire thing because – I mean what? Then you, you got exactly is, what you paid for. Is their footage HD though or no? I don't think so. So I think Pro Wrestling Syndicate had HD feed. So yeah, I mean the yeah, first was, night I know I know was, they said something about a, I know the second night it was a five camera shoot. The the first night it was only two. You know they had one they, sta- they had one stationary camera and one uh, ring cam. Yeah, I think it was just getting the the kinks out and everything. All right. Yeah, it had a pretty smile. Yeah, but it did. This match, where do we even start? I think we should start with the Black Hollywood new tag team PWS tag team champions. Yep, taking that uh, four corners match, winning. Yeah, yeah. Ray Smith and Sean Edwards. This was the rematch, I guess you could say, to when that rope broke. And I think that's that's just a great match. This happened. Well, it was also the rematch from uh, Proving Ground with uh, Destruction and Seduction and Fat Pat. Right, Right. absolutely. So blending all of these matches into one. Yeah, Fat pretty Pack, much. As we know, Fat Pack were the tag team champions, and Black Hollywood prevailed. And I always love seeing Fat Pad do a suicide dive. It's dude, awesome, right? It is. I, I pointed I, I, it out. I, like I was, I said to someone that we were watching, I was like, "Dude, dude, dude, turn, turn, turn! He's gonna do it! He's gonna do it!" And he did, and everyone around me popped. There was a part where I actually thought that the Southside Players Club were going to win because towards the end of the match, they were getting so, hitting so many double team moves, and I was just so behind it. I thought that they were going to win. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, up and downs in that match. You didn't know who was going to come out victorious. Yeah, yeah but very, very good match. Very impressive victory by Black Hollywood. We definitely look forward to seeing more of them. Absolutely. Then there, there, there was a PWS Tri-State Championship match between Starman and Alex Reynolds. Uh, I was fooled because yeah, – I was. Fooled. I, you know what? I knew something was up. I'm like – 
Alex's hair. I guess this is the marked me. I'm like, this. That's not how Alex. Alex usually has his hair back and wet. Like, <laughs> I'm like this is this isn't him. There's something up here. But yeah, uh, I was fooled. I mean, Checkman came out and and beat up uh, Starman to take his mask off, and it was Alex Reynolds. And I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? That's Alex Reynolds. Who the hell's in the ring? And it was Kyle Reynolds. We'll call him. Yeah, Kyle Kyle Reynolds. I guess. Yeah. So uh, that happened, and then. Vader came out. And Who restarted. was the special guest commissioner for PWS. Right. And he restarted the match and Starman beat Alex Reynolds I, for the Tri-State I, I, Championship. I'm actually going to give some criticism. What? Criticism with PWS on our podcast? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you actually, guys usually have a big spicy boner for it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to actually – I thought that the Reynolds for Starman was kind of a letdown for the fact that how quick it was. I mean the storyline-wise, it was cool with the, how Alex was – Checkman at the moment, which I don't think I think Checkman is still around. It's just hey, we're in the same um, reality check. Borrow my gear, you can do this. I think that Star. I would like to see Starman versus Alex Reynolds in a longer match. Well, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, which we got to see, but uh, you had the the championship on the line. Kevin Matthews versus Cole Cabana, great back and forth match. I'm sure. Uh, there was just tons, absolutely tons of matches. I was really, really surprised. There was Rock and Roll Express versus the Briscoes, and I don't know if I was expecting Rock and Roll Express to be as good as they were. Dude, they, they, could, were, they could work. They were on point, hitting drop kicks and everything. I was like, damn, I want to see more of the Rock and Roll Express. I got to agree with you. Then they had a 30-man battle royal, too, um, where the winner of the entire battle royal gets a champ uh, shot at the PWS heavyweight championship whenever that person chooses. So the entire thing with it was they started in the ring. They started with 15 students in the ring. Mm -hmm. Then every two minutes, they would have a new wrestler come out. So we saw the return of human tornado. We saw the, uh, from WWE, the hurricane, um, Shane Helms, big O every you, you could think about it. They brought, they tried to bring in everyone. And it ended up with Big O, Hurricane, and Bone Size, the final three, where you, it was so tough to pick who you thought was going to win. Dude, Shane Helms hit a choke slam on Big O. And I really then, thought Big O was going to win. I'm sorry I to did you too. Off. I really did too. But then that choke slam happened. I was like, oh my God, he took a choke slam. And then Big O gets up and boom, hits Shane Helms with the spine buster. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Hurricane and Big O really worked each other well during that. And then it ended up with Big O being eliminated. And Bone saw there was the end of the match was Bone saw and Hurricane on the outside of the apron, where they were battling back and forth. Where it's just kind of one of those uh, moments where you have no clue who's going to be eliminated. And then her um, Bone saw nailed Hurricane with a huge Yakuza kick, just knocked him right off. And let's let's everybody say it, or I'll say it. Bone saw's ready. Bonesaw is ready. Yeah, you had yeah. Vader, you had Vader come out after presenting him with a bone saw. And uh, kind of you mean a chainsaw? Bone saw, chainsaw, whatever, whatevs. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's definitely a a great battle royal. Yeah. I think uh, I think it was a, a fun match for me to watch was John Morrison versus Elijah Burke. Yeah, that was that that was a lot of fun because I mean you never I don't think you ever saw them fight each other back in ECW when ECW was ECW for WWE. Yeah, this was this was um deemed the their first, first time match. ever. Yeah, first yeah. time ever. But like that's the era of ECW that I loved. Not to say ECW back then was 
bad or anything. It's just ECW then was good. It was better than Raw. It was better than SmackDown. And just to have these two guys go at it, it was fun to watch live in person. I got to say that my my favorite match of that night was Jushin Thunder Liger versus Davey Richards versus Tony Nese in a triple threat match. I thought that this entire – and this was pretty much an impromptu match where Jushin Liger was added maybe the right. night before or two days before the yeah, event. Yeah, because stream, Extreme Rising sucks. Yeah, they suck big time. But there was one part where Davey Richards had uh, an Indian death block on Nese and got Jushin Liger in an ankle lock all the yeah. time. That, that was spot- – was sick. That was awesome. Yeah, that was definitely that was that, that was my favorite match. I mean, I like the Sanjay Dutt Trent match as well, but I did this kind of took the cake for me too. Not to say Kevin Steen and Dan Moff put on a hell of a performance. And did as well. Kevin Steen really throw up on the commentators' table because they didn't show it? I, I, I didn't see. I didn't. I read that too that he threw up, but I didn't see any of it. Yeah, and I was, it was surprising to see Dan Moff get the win, but I man. was too. Well, hey. I, I was more surprised that Necro Butcher. Uh, came out on that hardcore match as a winner. Yeah, you should yeah. have seen Matt. Matt beating that like Matt. I watched up. it and I texted you. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't, dude. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was bad. When Matt Tremont got involved, I'm like, this match is gonna be so bloody. I'm like, nice guy, he, nice guy, very cool guy. Yeah, he see, he seems like he's nice, but he just has those really ultra violent te- tendencies. That uh, I don't get. So yeah, solid first night. And then uh, I did not see the second night. So how was the second night? I don't know, but whenever you order the second night, I am so coming over to watch it because that shit was amazing. I know without a doubt, I will say that PWS Night 2 was the best event compared to the entire week, compared to WrestleMania, compared to anything that they put on at WrestleCon. I'm saying PWS Night 2, if you do not take my word for it, order this. There's the spicy boner. Yeah, yep, there it is. Talking about spots.com slash iPayPerView. Definitely order this, please. It, you will thank us. It's awesome. Yeah, there was a lot more people there that night, as expected, because it was a Friday instead of a Thursday. But you had incredible matches up and down the card. I mean, for the PWS Championship, you had Kevin Matthews again, not again, but defeating Anthony Nice in probably one of Kevin's best matches I've ever seen. I love his finisher, the like how he finished it with the power bomb to a backbreaker. Yeah. Like, Who does being, that? Who does that also? Doesn't um Rod- Roderick Strong. Uh no, Roderick Strong. Like no, he does like a suplex into a backbreaker and like throws no, the he, guy in the air. He does dude, he does everything into a backbreaker. I love I love Roderick Strong, all right? Camp Strong baby. Yeah, he does everything into it. But yeah, no, that was a really good match. Uh of course Kevin Matthews retained. I I was a big fan of Craig Steele versus John Silver. John Silver, we all know from NYWC, and we've seen on PWS in the past as the Lone Rangers. Craig Steele is one of the uh, kind of newcomer. You know, he's been around the block, but he's new to all of us. He's very Bam Bam Bigelow-ish, though. He's a heavy set guy, but he know, he can move very fast. He finished off the match with the top rope flying headbutt, and once I saw that flying headbutt, I was just like, it was like, yeah, it was kind of you kind of get taken back when you see somebody do like that's dead on with someone you grew up watching. So I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Tom Pritchard came out, uh, cut a little promo, introduced the new heavenly bodies, which are uh, Justin Carino and Mark Carino. Good. Well, 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 it's Gigolo Justin and Desirable Dustin. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't remember that. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to the new Heavenly Bodies. Uh, 
Did they call out Big O? Yeah, uh, Tom who, uh, Tom Pritchard called out Big O, who who, who in PWS is the, the was the Texas heavyweight champion. He beat Tom Pritchard a, a few months back for it, and uh, Rock and Roll Express came out to help Big O, and that was again Rock and Roll Express delivering it. And what about Doctor Tom, dude? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, Dr. Tom versus Big O was a great match back when they had it. And Dr. Tom with the Heavenly Bodies versus Rock and Roll Express and Big O was a great match. Uh, Big O ended up losing the Texas Heavyweight Championship, but... Hey, that's his first title uh, loss. Yeah. Well, and and it's also his first title lost. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, you you said title loss, and then you you said title lost, and then you said, correction, title loss. Yeah. You, you You took the T out. Yeah, I took the tea out. Why? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, continuing on. Continuing on. (laughs) Grammatical errors aside. Pat Buck and Tommy Dreamer, fucking phenomenal. I just have to say that. I I thought that the fans really annoyed me during this because I was watching it and everything, and then I have fans next to me that are, I guess, over from Extreme Rising, and they're like, kill Uh, Tommy. They're like, kill him, Tommy Dreamer. Who's this Pat Buck? He's so dumb. He's so dumb. What? (laughs) I thought it was disgusting that Tommy Dreamer drank somebody's drink and then spit it into Pat Buck's face, so that's even worse for Pat. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> I, w- I would be so like, oh, God, that just happened to me. Like, are you kidding me? But yeah, that was Buck, a good match. Pat Buck went over Tommy Dreamer in that match. My ma- my favorite match was, of course, from this night, and it stands for the entire weekend. Alex Reynolds versus Trent was amazing. There was a part. There was parts where they both kicked out of each other's finishers. Reynolds hit a Canadian destroyer. No way. Uh, yeah, he hit, he nails yep, a Canadian destroyer after uh... kicking out of his finisher. <laughs> and then, like the the ending of the match happened when Kyle Reynolds came out and distracted Trent for a quick uh, roll up. But it was it was one of those matches that was p- picture perfect, and you couldn't write it any better. Oh man. Yeah. Then you had uh, John Morrison taking on Jushin Liger. Which, uh, I don't know what you can say about that match. That's not been said already. Dude, Morrison kicked out of the Liger bomb and Brain Buster. Ooh. Yeah, John Morrison. John Morrison ended up doing the Starship Pain and picking up the victory against Jushin Liger. I thought that was such a huge swerve itself, was that he kicked out the Liger bomb and the Brain Buster, which is uh, Jushin Liger's finisher and signature move, I guess. It was a very surreal match for the simple fact that Jushin Liger probably is part of your two childhoods maybe. I don't know if you guys watch really. WCW or no, whatnot. You, I mean I I recall him here and there just watching on the internet when well, I was, like he's I, from he's basically he's from a different generation, would you say? Uh, yeah. Maybe. He 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 has the legend factor to yeah. it. Yeah. And then you you get John Morrison who's a new guy coming up probably two thousand four made a debut ish. Yeah. And to put these two together, they they build it as an international dream fight. I think that lived up to the to the title. Yeah, the Liger bomb. When you all right, Liger bomb. Everyone knows and whatnot. It's cool, but when you see it in person, it looks like he just crushes the person in half. It looks disgusting. Oh, jeez. I love. Yeah. It. And then to uh, close off PWS's Super Card Night Two. There was, of course, New Jack's retirement match against Necro Butcher, which it was just an all-out blood fest from the pictures I, have, I saw. I have never seen a match like that live. Yeah, I, could, 
I agree. I could, not, I could not believe the the brutality, the whatever words, synonyms for that, that went into that match. Dude, they, they used a staple gun, aluminum. They ripped open an aluminum, aluminum can and used it. Uh, they had New Jack's theme song playing throughout Which the entire awesome. start. Oh, that's that awesome. awesome. That's so like old school ECW. Dude, like, it was the, so cool because the, they the had it playing for – The theme song ended. He goes, play my fucking theme or some shit. And it was – Yeah, then they just the popped. Yeah, then the fans were chanting for repeat on the theme song, so then they just put the theme song on repeat. He used his uh, trademark Wolverine claws on him. Nice. They were just a bloody, bloody mess, which I'm not – I've said it on the podcast. I'm not big with those kind of hardcore extreme matches like that you get a lot of in CZW. At times, it's it's a little bit too brutal for me. So just to watch this in person, I feel like it was more – it meant more to me that it was new. I was watching New Jack's last match. New Jack's the man. He really is. He really. I. I. You know what? I've have a newfound respect for New Jack after listening to that wrestling podcast. Dude, exactly it was such a good episode. Said. Yeah, it was. It was. It, yeah, it was definitely. It was definitely good. So I can't new, help think that he has to be very smart. He definitely is. He, he's he's oh, street smart. Oh, he, dude, not even street sir, smart though. I think he's he, really like. It's just a little uh, fact. Yeah. The person that came up with the in- original gangsters and everything like that, Jim Cornette. Yep. And we know how much Jim Cornette like. I'm not going to no, I'm not going to get it. I'm going to start to it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, New Jack. Then, yeah, New Jack uh, defeated Necro Butcher and then he got on the mic at following the match. Yeah, I saw that. It was like a bunch of F-bombs, N-words, you know, that stuff. No, no, well, it's just his, oh, it was no. a retirement speech. Yeah, yeah it was. A gr- I thought it was a great retirement speech. He def- It was definitely heartfelt. You had Marty Jannetty out at the ringside, and I, I didn't even know that him and Marty Jannetty were so tight. Mm-hmm. He was, he went off about telling a story about Marty Jannetty, Rock and Roll Express, and then just going off about saying how uh, putting over PWS and their students and everything, and that he's retiring. Apparently, he's picked up by The Daily Show. Really? Apparently, the Daily he's going to be working for The Daily Show. Not too sure what he's going to be On doing. On air or off air? We don't, don't know. Have, don't know. But he did. He said that he's actually going to be leaving for Hollywood for the Daily Show. So good for him, man. Which, as I mean, if you've seen um, Beyond the Mat, he's been doing trying to do that for I yeah. guess since Beyond the Mat, or maybe even before. Yeah. So no, absolutely, absolutely. I'm happy for him for that. Yeah. So, New Jack, but, we wish you all of the best. I don't want to say in your future endeavors because then people will think we should end in the show here. But Godspeed, New Jack. Godspeed. Yeah. Godspeed. And but, on that, uh, what? P- I was just going to say, but PWS was just so fun to be at. Honor. I mean, I got to hang out with Billy Graham. That was cool. Yeah, we had a little, we ended up having a little table, which we were, I didn't even know we were going to have or anything, but somebody bailed out. So we had another table, and we were stationed next to Big O, Billy Graham, Marty Jannetty. So it was cool, like shooting the shit with Billy Graham and Marty Jannetty. I mean, and it was cool for me because you guys know how much I love Billy Graham. Like, my my old entrances to the show to that he never does out. anymore. Right, that that was because of Billy Graham. So yeah, yeah. All righty, cool, cool. All righty, we're gonna just briefly touch on WrestleCon here. We'll start oh, Ring of Honor first. We got to talk about it. Uh, there is a new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. To the surprise of all of us, Jay Briscoe success, successfully defeats Kevin Steen. Wow, good, good yeah. for him, man. That is cool. This is so surprising because we know the Briscoes as tag team wrestlers. Yeah, they've always been known as a tag team wrestling uh, as tag team wrestlers. 
to set we've seen them separate here and there but never like them going at it before and to give one of them the P- ring of honor championship i think that's pretty that's huge yeah no it is it's it's definitely huge and he'll uh, he's got some tough uh, tasks ahead of him because mike elgin won the number one contendership match against jay lethal so well gotta- was that match for the heavyweight or the tv title what type what the number one contendership no, that was for the the world heavyweight title. It was okay. Yes. So we got that, um, and then we have apparently some backstage altercations with Charlie Haas. I mean, if you saw last week or like two weeks ago, apparently at a Ring of Honor event, Charlie Haas got way too drunk and went out to the ring and said he was retiring and left. Yeah, apparently this was going to be. I mean, this is all through reading from the dirt sheets and whatnot, so we don't actually know. Um, but oh, I got a burp. Um, yeah, much better. So, <laughs> help me out here. My burp just threw me so off. So, Grizzly Redwood and apparently Charlie Haas got into some backstage altercation. Charlie Haas got a little bit too drunk and then proceeded, proceeded to go to the ring and announced to everybody that he's retiring. He's not going to be wrestling anymore. Well, um, well I, I think this was two separate things. Yeah, two yeah. You know, I'm, I'm blending them both into. Yeah, there was there was one event where he did that and where he announced his retirement. But then there was and then he said that on Twitter he was going to retire to be with his family. But then recently, I think at WrestleCon, right before WrestleCon took place, um, Charlie Haas and Grizzly Redwood had an altercation backstage, and then where Delirious had to get involved and separated. And of course, Charlie Haas had, still had a match that night, so and he put over a younger talent, and they gave him the mic and whatnot just to avoid any further altercation because it could easily explode. And apparently on the mic, he went off about uh, Nigel McGuinness, how he has hepatitis C, which he he's went on the record to say that he doesn't. He had hepatitis B, and he's cured from that now. But he went off on that. He went off on Delirious, just very, very unprofessional, uh, to the point where they told him he was originally slated to wrestle Shelton Benjamin at Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. And that match was completely scrapped where he was replaced by Mac, Mike Bennett. And Good. apparently they they just told uh, Charlie Haas, don't even appear at Ring of Honor this weekend. You're done. Charlie Haas is gone now. But also on top of that, they released Grizzly Redwood due to the altercation. I'm not too sure. Of course, we don't know how detailed everything was backstage. We don't, we don't know if any of this is true. So yeah. well, he, But, but we, did see that, we did see that tr- Grizzly Redwood, unfortunately, he shaved his beard. That's, I'm so depressed about that. that. He, he tweeted out a picture with him and Austin Aries with a little trimmer, and they're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then he trimmed off his entire beard. And now I guess he's reverting to his old gimmick of – I forgot the last name, but Mitch. So, that, You know what? That, I'm sorry. A, I love that Grizzly Redwood gimmick. I thought it was so good. Man. Man. And it really it really depresses me that he went that. But, you know, probably Austin Aries probably had a couple too many cocktails, and he was like, I'll shave off your beard, brother, and just – yeah. You know what? I, I kind of agree with the decision to release him too. Because Absolutely. No, you don't want yeah. any, especially with the way that Ring of Honor has been going. And apparently since, you know, the whole Sinclair broadcasting, you know, merger, yeah. you know, you don't want any sort of like bad heat or, you know, any bad stigma in the locker room, especially yeah, yeah, with yeah, a hangover, like a hangover from that. You don't want to release one person and then have the other person that's involved in this just get off cleanly. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there is so many different stories to this, but – if you look at it from that way, that they're both they're both professionals and they both came down to acting unprofessional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's understandable. I agree. Marty, Baba, Marty, Baba. What the? F- oh, okay. I know what you're doing. 
Did you guys, you guys planned that, didn't you? No, no. no. Oh, it just you, happens. Oh my god, you it guys just happens. You got it, Marty Bubba, at times. Yeah. Alrighty. So let's uh, let's get on to WrestleCon talk now. Uh, Evolve crowns its first ever champion. This is a promotion that's been around for a couple of years now, had 19 events, and at this last one, they crowned their first ever Evolve champion in AR Fox. I don't get it. I really don't, like, I, I don't see, like, don't get me wrong, I think AR Fox is a, a great talent, very, very, you know, great, awesome high flyer, but I don't see why every promotion has such a chub for him. Well, I, I mean, I've never seen the dude cut a promo before, so I don't know how his promo skills are. You know, I, I know his talents are great. You know, I saw him re- in that preview of PWG. I've seen him wrestle live before. I just, I don't know. It's, so I, it's, just a, me. it's a fair but, argument. So who else would you, I mean, I, I'm completely, I'm behind AR Fox. I think that he's well-deserving of uh, Evolve Championship. But, but it is a, it's a fair argument. Well, he's also the CCW Wire Champion. I'm pretty positive he still is. Yeah. Um, the CCW Wire Champion. Yes, so, I mean, but it's all pretty much the same boat, and he does so much, so many different events and different promotions. Where I gotta, you gotta give this guy credit. I mean, like, don't get, like, as I said, he's an unbelievable talent. I'm not like narking on him. I just, I, just, I don't get it personally. So, who would you rather? He, of course, in the finals, we saw Air Fox versus Sammy Callahan. Yes. Who would you view like to see in the spot of sure, AR Fox? Sure, he would have rather have seen Sammy Callahan. Uh, absolutely, because Sammy Callahan so well rounded as a performer, like that could have been something that he could have led you. I know they're like trying to push AR Fox as that uber baby face. You know, the whole tournament. You know, he won in a DQ finish to John Davis. Like, I could I could have seen as I, I think I said it last week too, or you said it. You could have seen John Davis. John well, Davis could he could have been champion. I well, could see that. John, John Davis is going on such a big streak like we saw him at evolve and then at dragon gate and whatnot he's been i think the entire weekend he lost by uh dqs yeah so i don't know if this is something that they're going with oh another thing that they did at evolve they announced that tony nice was signed the newest signee to wwn yeah which is evolve Dra- and dragon gate and all that so that's awesome yeah great up yeah Fuck so- you, TNA. <laughs> yeah, so you know, as I said, John Davis, Sammy Callahan. It just, I, I, I you know what? It's, maybe it's just me. A lot of other people get it, and there's probably a lot of people that are listening to the show get it. I just don't. No offense to AR Fox. If somehow this gets back to AR Fox, like, there's no disrespect towards you, sir. I, you know, I think you're a phenomenal performer, and yeah, I just, I don't know. Where, where does, where does, oh, yeah, right, Dave. Where does Five Dollar Wrestling fit into this weekend? They just did a live show Friday night. Because I want to. I heard great things from Jake Manning and Freight Train. Whether or not that was true, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I heard a lot Jake, about that. Jake, Jake Manning heel turned. Really? Yeah. yeah does it be Jake on, Manning uh, versus Freight, Freight Train? Yeah, yeah, I heard they did. They had a really great match. I don't know if that's. Yeah, Freight legit. Train had an open challenge, and nobody was stepping up. Everybody thought it was going to be Eugene because of their past. You mean Eugene? And it ended up being Jake Manny, and Manny just beat down Freight Train, got on the mic saying that he doesn't deserve to be in a wrestling ring and just going off on him. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much all you could say about $5 S, and that's pretty much all it's worth. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth $5. Anyway, uh, continuing on, let's talk about Combat Zone Wrestling, CZW. Uh, big things coming out of that was the fact that we have new CZW Tag Team Champions in their finally reinstated team of Blackout, Black G's and Ruckus. So that's it. that's interesting. That's cool. That's cool. I, thought that, I mean, I'm I'm good with this. Apparently, they won by a little bit of a heelish ways. Where uh, Black G's, well, what was it? Uh, 
uh, raised ruckus hit raise with one of the tag team titles for black G's to pick up the pin so i'm good with it yeah no i I agree and then also too you had your main event where uh, masada defended the czw world heavyweight championship against the crazy monkey june kasai in what was apparently like just brutal like you thought necro butcher new jack was brutal like yeah, this was a glass. This was a glass barbed wire and gusset plate death match. I'm not G- familiar with what a gusset plate is. A gusset plate is when you're doing construction, everything. I think it's the plate that they use to connect the beams. But if if you look at the beams, you know that beam that has like kind of the the nuts coming off of it. Yeah, it's the one of those, and they have a plat. Uh, what is it? A um. Okay, a, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it now. Right now, yeah, on, uh, the, the on gusset Google. plate. Yeah, you have a bunch Good of sheets of steel that are used to connect beams and girders. Yeah, that's pretty much what I just said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they had they had that attached to wooden beams, and there was one part where Kasai took that he got dropped toe hold right into that, and he just started gushing all over. It was disgusting. Yeah, that's just you know as I, as I said too, you know, and I think Gabe said it too. You know, some of that ultra violent stuff, just like you know, if it's if it's done properly. You know, it it could be awesome, but when it's just like, okay, I'm gonna hit you in the face with a weed whacker, like, yeah, I don't it understand gets, it. it yeah, this sounds like the Amanda show. It, it gets to a part where you're watching these two just kill each other. Masada just got off of a, uh, I think he was just over in Japan too, yeah, or a few months ago he had his Japan tour. So I, I definitely see big things for Masada though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He could be that new staple in uh, in hardcore wrestling. Definitely. Uh, uh, another event that took place at. WrestleCon was Shimmer, where we saw Soraya Knight, the Shimmer champion for 384 days, take on cheerleader Melissa, who she defeated her at um, Shimmer 48 back in March of last year in a steel cage match. Cheerleader Melissa actually picked up the W. I think that this is pretty pretty uh, big news, too, because she's winning back her championship. And for those that don't know, we mention all the time, Soraya Knight's been, along, been around the blocks for so long. Paige's mother... And I thought this was a good event to check out too. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. There was so much oh. fucking wrestling. What were we gonna say? Oh, Dave. No. They, yeah, there was so much wrestling. You had Athena versus Hamada, who apparently that was the match of the night as well. I want to see that match. Yeah. Uh, you Ch- know, Saturday too. Chikara. They had they had an event. Eddie Kingston retains. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Eddie Kingston retained against Hollow Wicked. So we don't know when Eddie Kingston's gonna get defeated for this title or if there's anybody out there that can defeat him did we see him win it yes but we know we watched it on ipay review yeah watched it but he won the he's the grand champion for those that don't know the chikara grand champion um i'm disappointed in this i think that this championship that kingston's title reign is going on a little bit too long where i'm losing interest in his opponents at Wait till he faces Ultramantis Black and Ultramantis Black. Ultra, uh, bleh, 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 bleh. Ultramantis Black Black wins. I don't know. It started off with him and Quackabush, then him and uh, uh, Sarah Del Rey. I I don't know. I th- I thought that Hollowick would have been a fine person to win the championship, and I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't. Yeah, yeah. And also, you had um, you know, you spoke about him earlier, Jushin Liger making his Chikara in ring debut, teaming with Mike Quackenbush to successfully beat the Shard and Jigsaw. So that yes, was it. You know what? Honestly, when I was thinking about it, I didn't think it was going to be Jushin Liger. I thought it was going to be uh, Cole Cabana since he was there that weekend. But hey, Jushin Liger, might as well. Yeah, the Shard took a nasty brain buster from Liger. 
And not much else you could say about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like the entire audience was uh, thrown off and swerved by the fact that Quackenbush's surprise uh, tag team pointer, partner was Liger. Yeah, that's that was awesome, awesome. And then you had uh, your Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate had two events, but the first one apparently might have been the event of the year, according to a lot of uh, sources, with uh, op- Open the Ultimate Gate. You have uh, brand new... Um, Open the Freedom Gate United Tag Team Champions with the Young Bucks defeating AR Fox and Shima. Well, uh, I think oh, I think it's Open the United Gate Championship. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it's it's so difficult with all the different championships, but yeah, uh, Shima and AR Fox no longer the champions. Yeah, absolutely. And then apparently Johnny Gargano had a huge heel turn after uh, his ma- his match with Shingo, which apparently was a match of the year candidate. So far, I haven't seen it yet, but hopefully, I will be able to before the end of the year. So that should be uh, that should be interesting. It was just a you, you got you got quite some time. Yeah, I got some time. Hopefully they release it, or I just have to watch it on WWNLive.com. But yeah, crazy crazy weekend of professional wrestling. Next week, since we'll have a little bit more downtime from the independent wrestling and the WrestleCon talk, we'll get back to talking about TNA and our ratings will go down. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we we haven't spoken about TNA in the past three weeks. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but our ratings are up. Yeah, just say. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, on that note, let's get. Yeah, we can get into it, right? Anything else we missed? Uh, uh, we the, got Wrestle, it. the WrestleMania store is cool. Yeah, uh, I thought that was gonna be one of your shoutouts, but anyway, shameless yeah. plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's Dave the Rave, and I am back with your shameless plugs. All right, we didn't tweet about you, and we didn't really mention you when we covered PWS, so we'll give you a shameless plug. Go follow Lance Anawahi at Lance Anawahi, A-N-O-A-I, for those that do not know. You can book him at Lance, by emailing LanceSterling1 at AOL.com. Awesome person. Go check him out. Third-generation superstar, son of Samu, grandson of Afa. Yeah, Samu, one of the head shrinkers. He's got the Samoan blood. Also, go check out if you're in the Rahway, uh, Rahway, New Jersey area. Go check out Flynn's Irish Pub and Steakhouse, and go check them out flynnsirishpub.com. We've eaten there. This is our second time eating there. How was Last it? Time, it's dude, awesome. Dave got the same thing. I got the same thing as well. This, nice. this is. Uh, this is where we ate uh, last time, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember the place. We, then, we the, walk in and we sit down. She goes, Have "You guys been here? You've been here before." And points to me. I was like, "Yeah," and she goes wrestling right i was like oh that was like months ago how did more than a year i thought that was pretty funny that she actually remembered exactly what brandon looked like and remembered that it was wrestling oriented nice so it it was pretty cool i just remember Uh, who recommended that place me uh, yelp i should say definitely ordered the pepper what is it uh the pepper steak sandwich i'm a fan of the reuben so yeah go get any food there it's well worth it they got cheap beer so it's always good 1482 Main Street, Railway, New Jersey. What? Not to, not to say the waiting room is bad because I love the waiting room as well. Yeah, that's a cool place too. Also, go follow this Twitter uh, follower of ours. She's been tweeting us out for the past like week or two, just trying to get us more followers, more listeners, and it's much appreciated. Angela at Angela underscore Maria 95. She's been putting us over, so we're going to put you over on our podcast. Thank you so much. And for everybody else that puts our name out there, we will always return the favor. Thank you. Gain us listeners. Gain us followers. We love all of it. Thank you. And yeah. good night. 
And good night. And yeah, that on, was a perfect pitch by uh, David. Yeah. Thank, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, that, I, I didn't fuck up on that shameless plug on all three shameless plugs. So all right, I'm kind good. Of, yeah, but now you're running too long, Chris. <laughs> what? What? Oh yeah. Played off. Yeah, it, it's it's time for um yeah this part of the show. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week is more of like a Dave's match of the week, but I'm going to talk about it. Dave put it up so highly, maybe the best match of WrestleMania weekend. Trent question mark versus Alex Reynolds, highspots.tv. Go order the iPay-per-view because apparently the whole iPay-per-view was amazing. I had to work as per usual, so I wasn't able to see that. So go check it out, highspots.tv. I'm actually curious. If anybody else that's listening has ordered the iPay-per-view, View of PWS, write to us. Let us know what your favorite matches were. I'm cu- or your favorite match of the entire WrestleCon. I'm curious to see what everybody else is saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, Brandon, what are you going to shout out this week? Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. Uh, everyone follow at MTL Broski. He gets it. First shout out. Uh, he helps people when there are idiots out there. So thank you, Montreal Broski. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he was <laughs> one of the three people that uh, on, on Twitter that actually said, hey, good luck on your show. So got to give him. And then, what was it, Drew Fan 97 and Jason Lennox. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give the second shout-out to my dad. Uh, not sure if he even listens to this. I highly doubt it. More uh, More doubts than... And I believe, but he hooked it up with the Hall of Fame tickets. So that was a cool experience. Like I said, got to see these uh, guys get inducted. Went Jay Silva and Pat Buck came with me. It's fun. Yep. Uh, last two, shout out. Two and a half wrestlers. You could go check them out. Yeah. Last shout out goes to Ref Corey Price because he wore a marking out shirt to WrestleMania. So thank you for that. Nice. Yes. That's what's up. Yeah. Corey Price is the fucking man. Yeah, I know. I remember seeing him like, oh, it's Corey Price on the uh, iPad review. Yeah, go follow him too. Yeah, he's a good, good dude. And on that note, let's get to it. It's our... Our... Markout Moment of the Week. Mark out moment of the week. And I think it just Monday Night Raw just kind of takes the cake as mark out moment. I mean, there's so much shit that you can mark out for. Honestly, I'm going to go with my person. Personally, I'm going to go with I marked out for the wave. The wave? Fuck Dude, that. I, I, I hate the wave. The- I said that to David. I was like, I hate the wave. I love the wave. I marked out for that. I love the fact that during the match versus, of Randy Orton versus Sheamus, all you see are the fans going around the, the entire arena doing the wave. They look like they had so much fun. I marked out for the, everything that they were chanting for, so I'm going to go with the entire audience as a whole, yeah. actually. I don't know. I think you were marking out for the shield pretty hard. <laughs> well, so were you. I mean, we were both yeah, on the uh, Yeah, jointly. To throw me under the bus. You were in no, the I'm same No, I'm just saying. Place. No, I was going to say me too. Like, jointly. Yeah. We, we, we were on the phone uh, speaking and whatnot, and then about Undertaker in the ring, and then we heard Shield's music hit, and we were both like, holy shit, or whatnot. Like I so, said earlier, Dave just yelled, Shield! Yeah, it was pre- it was pretty funny because we were on the phone and we both start laughing that we both marked out and we were like, I was just like, great, David, this is going to be a moment for like, us. David's like, don't tell anybody this happened. Yeah, I was like, now you're telling. I'm like, hell no, I'm, like, hell no. I'm bringing this up on the show. 
Nice. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you. Thank you to everybody who made WrestleMania weekend happen. So. Yeah, and I don't think I did it, but congratulations to Air Fox for being the first Evolve champion. I feel like I came off like such a douche on that. No, it, if, no it's, it's your opinion. Gonna, it really is your opinion. What? Dave is it saying was, something? Dave. I really think that you hurt his feelings. If he listens to this, he's going to be hurt, dude. Or I'm going to get my my ass kicked at the next wrestling show I go to. Or something like that. It, it just randomly show up. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's Fuck. like, what's AR Fox doing in the impact zone? <laughs> there is no more impact zone. That's what you think. Yeah, it's it's probably done. But yeah, give, speaking give of five more months. Speaking of impact zone, uh, we'll talk about impact next week on the show and hopefully these uh wrestling crowds at WWE events will keep up with the uh stigma or whatever it is. The uh, precedent that the Raw crowd on Monday started with. So until then, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, MarkingOut.com is where you can find this podcast. Um, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. For myself, Brandon, and Dave. Did you like that, Brandon? Put you I Dave? did. I got taken aback for a second. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast.